If your litter box could talk, what would it say to you? Good morning, lovely day, isn't it? Or perhaps, what's up with all the clay dust and chemicals you're laying on me and the cat? If that's the case, consider World's Best Cat Litter. It's virtually dust-free, quick clumping, and lasts twice as long as clay litter. And because it's made from corn, it's chemical-free and a naturally safe choice. World's Best Cat Litter, the number one selling natural litter brand for a reason. Woo! Isn't this fun? What's this ride called? It's the stock market this year. Here comes another drop. Uh, I don't like this. It's scaring my portfolio. Do you have a better idea? Yeah. Have you heard of Masterworks? No. It's the app that lets you invest in an alternative asset that more than doubled the S&P 500 from 1995 to 2021. All you need is a phone. Just go to masterworks.io and use promo code FUN. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash DC. Hey, podcast listeners, Joe C here. Are you digging all the music talk and want to see what my band, The Fallen Electric, has in store? Check us out at thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Also, be sure to listen to our album, Never Seen the World, available on all digital music stores and streaming apps. It's time to get electrified. Let's just go and waste some time. Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Foobar Show! Hey, what is up, everybody? I am Joe C. And I'm Josh. And thank you all very much for listening to the Foobar Show. Thank you for telling the bottom of the podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Foobar Show. That's at thebelowbarshow.com. And at the Below Bar Show is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? See, foo. Yeah. And on top today, we have these same fucks that we've been oh, having on the last uh, Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? We got Steph and the foo. Say hi, guys. Hey. What's up, foo? my dudes? Towley's over there. Uh, yeah, I put Tally up. He was uh, he, he was full of integrity. It's, I figured, it's, uh, it's looking mighty decorated in here now. Yeah, you know, I got I got the little foam pads on so, mm-hmm, to insulate mm-hmm. the sound. Yeah, and, and to catch uh, the cum. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, to insulate the sound. And catch the jizz. Yes, yeah, the yeah, cum. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, well there goes the, that segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll know what Joshua will be doing later, food. Oh, yeah, don't leave me alone in here. Just yeah, uh, no for a warning. So we jo- ran out of tape, though. When Josh... <laughs> why does everything look paper mache onto the wall? When Josh, you wanted it up there, right? Dude, you it's said when, paint the ceiling. It's when Josh preps for the show. <laughs> That's how for he sport, preps. For sports in particular. Right. Well, it's been raining all day today, guys. And you guys, uh, are, you guys are still coming from West Covina or Covina. True. And uh, the the dumpy little office is no more. We've turned that in. And uh, you guys are making the trek over here. How was the rain and the Southern California drivers? It was, you know, fine for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I we were just so, I was so high before we got here. Okay. Um, we were at uh, my uncle's, my godfather's house, and um, we dabbed it up, like, at least, what, three or four times? Just, um, no, no, no. Oh, three, like, three times. Three times. Oh, okay. Yeah. God yeah. forbid you go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what Four's I mean? the unlucky you took, you number. You took it easy, yeah. huh? You took it <laughs> yeah, we took it easy with three. We took it easy with three. Okay. Um, but, 
on the car in the car ride like i was fine up until we got over the hill then my brother calls me no and uh, he always has like long-winded conversations okay so does he listen no okay so well fine. let's yeah, <laughs> keep it going <laughs> um no but he was talking to me about the upcoming birthday trip okay and i was so high like i was like dude like i didn't want to say i didn't want to talk but i was just like fuck whose birthday his? my brother's yeah he's okay. gonna turn his. 30 the so, dirty 30 the dirty okay. 30 so, so he's gonna get the third lap dance that he'll ever get in his life yes yes okay yeah, the second hopefully. one that was legitimate Hopefully he has okay. enough money this time and the stripper doesn't pull his nipples. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a thing. Is that what happened that's last a, I time? I mean, I'm not you, saying it did. Was but, it you too know. hard? Uh, <laughs> what? Did she pull him too hard? <laughs> he, well, he was bruised a little. The next Wait, stri- oh! <laughs> stripper, strippers she gave him pulled a purple nipples? nipple? I mean, I can neither confirm that's what or it deny is, dude. That's such basically things. what it pulled. Did she give him a wedgie too? A tete twister. And a wet willy, dude. And a nookie? And it's like, all right, go back to your dude, parents, and kid. And give her a swirly. A swirly. A swirly in a stripper's oh, bathroom. What a bully. That's oh. so gross. Imagine. Well, in their Imagine bathroom the might be clean, but had. in the guest bathroom, not so clean. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. so I like kind of disoriented me a little in the drive. And, and, and we I don't had know, the heater on. I don't know if you've experienced this type of high mm-hmm. where like you're driving and you're already high. And then the the and then the heater just intensifies blowing in your face, so it's intensifying. You got to put it on the windshield, man. It was on the windshield. It was on the windshield, but it's bouncing back. It's still insulating. You're having it at max speed. What the hell? It was on level one fan. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Hmm. It was pretty rough, dude. It was hot as hell in there. So I had to open up the window a few times. Like, I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) We made it, man. We made it. Got that nice little tie spot down the street from you guys. Yeah, we do have a nice little tie spot, man. That's where I get my boba from time to time. Yeah, I got the mango boba. Oh Mm -hmm. man, this black milk tea is pretty good. Yeah, dude. See, see. Imagine if it was infused with something. Oh, be out of this world. Which reminds me, this morning I had a nice, uh, I had a nice cup of uh, green tea. Mm-hmm. With oh. the five milligram honey THC. Oh. oh, how was that? It didn't taste delicious at all. <laughs> oh, no. But the effects were. I mean, I was chilling, dude. <laughs> okay. All right. I minimally felt it. It just kind of helped you know me. what you were getting yourself kinda, into. Well, when I play video games, after about 10 minutes, I could feel my back starting to tense, mm-hmm. which means I need to start sitting on something or gain support on my lower back. Or yeah. I didn't feel that. Or, or stop playing video or games. Or stop playing video games. That's <laughs> or there's that is an that. option. Listen here, dude. What <laughs> what else is there to do on a rainy day when you're well, waiting for laundry? We'll do what Josh says and paint the ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you gonna do with the rest of the sixty minutes in your day? Oh Jesus. Which reminds me, Foo, real quickly. I, I got into my new quarters uh-huh. on the at the uh, Galactic Federation Starship. Oh. oh, oh! You got oh. a new position? Did you get promoted? No, 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 no! I just have new quarters. Okay, and right. what I thought would be super convenient is because the quarters are located next to a washer and a dryer. Okay, now I don't have to wait to do it. I could just do it at free will. Uh huh. Because it's right there outside the fucking door. It's just right there for you. Just right there. Unlike the uh, the dumpy little office where you had to walk what twenty feet. Yeah. No, <laughs> mo- mostly no. You, had to, you had to wait until someone woke up. Okay. Someone unnamed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard they play an instrument for the, for the TFE. I like to sleep in on a Saturday, dude. <laughs> no fucking Suvi. No o'clock? one likes to ruin like it. One but anyways, Foo, so this morning <laughs> I was uh, starting my day, uh-huh. washing some clothes. There you go. First wash is done. Throw it in the dryer. Sure. 
dryer's not working. Now I'm panicking because it, it's raining outside too. It's not like I can hang my shit. That's true. That's true. So now I'm just like, wow, I'm going to have to get creative with this. So you put it over the stove? So I was just... <laughs> Bam! The house is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my new quarters food, so I'm unfamiliar with the rules. Okay. So right. I'm just like, let me just try to get this to work. What's the issue? So you throw so, it in the microwave. No, man, the dryer. <laughs> okay. The dryer. Yeah. So the dryer has the light on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this will be an easy fix. What's the light say? Okay. It just says, like, the filter, to check the filter. Uh, the filter was really bad, so uh-huh. I cleaned it out uh-huh. once, like, lifted everything. As I lifted, you, you, just, you just see, like, an outline of the inside of it just fall down the chute. Dang. It oh. was that caked. So then I had to unscrew it. I did some maintenance this morning, pretty much. Right. And then I started to use the vacuum to get it. I went through the back, you know, where the dryer has the big coils. Yeah. I took the coils off, cleared them, and then I even reached in the dryer to clear it. Cleared it out, everything, vacuumed the dryer, all that. Cleared everything, like, okay. w- way better. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The people who were using it were not as, as tidy as I was today. Sure. I did a major cleaning. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, cool, now I can get this fucking laundry done. Push the start button. What not the working fuck? on. Womp, womp. And as but I'm you d- preheated the oven at 400, right? <laughs> and, I, and as I'm waiting... <laughs> no, he had a pie in there. Man. As I'm waiting... <laughs> right, the morning pie. The morning pie. As I'm waiting, one of the other residents is like, hey, are you doing laundry? Uh-huh. It's old, It's been over an hour at this point of yeah, me yeah, trying yeah. to like fix it. Sure. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, that dryer doesn't work. There's something <laughs> wrong with it. Oh, my God. There's another dryer inside the garage. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Wait, I, so they have a non-functioning dryer inside and that's a functioning bolt, dryer that's like, outside. That's like um screwed on with the brackets onto both. It's a, it's a, top it's a topper, like the ones that have that stack on top of each oh, other. Oh, it's, it's like it's one piece? Yeah. So, oh, the, okay, so, so the top dryer oh, okay. isn't working. Okay, all right. So moment. they can get a chainsaw and just... Get rid of it. Pretty much. No, you okay. need to take it outside in office spaces. They told me. They told me they already have a replacement yeah, on the way. Okay. But they were like, "Yeah, that thing. It's far. It's it's too far gone. Right. Like apparently, with these goddamn new dryers you guys get, because uh-huh. we're using Earth models. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to have the sensors. They're all sensor based, right? They are. Like, yeah, doesn't are. yours play a goddamn little song when it's all done? It does. It, have you been very happy when the closer? Have changed. you been there yes! when the closer comes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It plays it like a fucking yeah. 15 a little jingle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what the hell is that all about? I'm going to program it to do the Files theme. Because our old dryer just used to blare at you. It was like, or it's done. Well, I mean, I'm used to that one. But and short, long story short, I just did two hours of maintenance for nothing. <laughs> All that sounds cleaning. like sounds like an ordinary so day two at the hours, Galactic Federation. Two hours of my morning just gone. Why do people say long story short? They're not making it short. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a ben long did way to, prolonging uh, the story. story there. But it was only real quick. So Shut the fuck up. Con- continue, continue with what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why okay. don't you just, guys, just keep talking about what you were talking yeah, about? Oh, my God. You're a dumb fuck. Bastard. Uh, so, and another thing. Shut I'm up. Just Shut up. <laughs> New year, new you, right? No, no, new him. Hell yeah. Hell no. Oh my goodness, maintenance. Well, I've got a little health and such for everybody. Ooh. 
Health Insight with Steph. All right, my dudes. I wanted to bring to your attention a little community event Ooh. that's oh. happening on Saturday, January 26th in West Covina at Queen of the Valley Hospital. There will be a community lighten up event. And lighten up doesn't mean lighten up. Oh. oh. It, it, it's like a... Hmm. What are they Sort of think about? about like a Biggest Loser type of event. Mm-hmm. So the community, I mean, that's what, if you... That's what I thought. What the hell are you guys talking about? Oh, like, like, a, weight, like a weight loss type oh. of thing, right? No, I yeah. thought it was just like, like anybody with clinical depression, please show up. We have some news for you. Right? Just lighten up, dudes. <laughs> it's not that bad. Like therapy. Yeah. Right? No, it's, a, it's their annual weight loss challenge and the community is invited to participate mm-hmm. um you weigh in the first gen- <laughs> <laughs> you weigh in january 26th um at queen of the valley hospital west covina and they will give you workshops they'll give you tools that you can use to um help promote your own or kind of get you kick-started okay. and not do it on your own because okay. there's there's group classes you can um giddy up you can use they kind of are giving you help, right? Yeah, they're they're helping you lose the weight and then maintain the weight loss. So it's like coach, like a like a weight loss coach almost kind of right, thing. Like but just an initial. But at the there's different weigh ins throughout the year, mm-hmm. and if you continue with this program, there's a prize at the end of the year for okay. who lost the most amount Free of weight. Free healthcare. I wish. <laughs> okay, but you still have to pay for all the times you had to go before. Yeah, there's a copay. Before. There's always a copay. Yeah, there's always a copay. <laughs> Can't no. get away from the copay. They give you a nice crisp high five and a slap on the back. Good job, right. man. Hmm. Is that worth it? The I think ass I'd was uh, the slap on the ass was a bridge too far, or a fridge too far. Get out. Wow. All right, fine. But if anybody's interested, um, <laughs> you can call in to register. The phone number is eight eight eight. Four five six two eight four seven. Once again, that's eight 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 four five six two eight four seven. And that's hosted right. by the hospital. That is hosted by the hospital. It is, man. It is because you know people need people need to lose fucking weight. They do. We're a fat country. We and, are a very uh, fat country. Look at me. Yeah, let me look at you too. I know, man. It's and, awful. And, and you're in zero G all the time. And have you been? <laughs> so- I know, dude. <laughs> That's why it never gets hard. You see, buffets. It's food. That means you can fit that many more buffets in food. Yeah. Yeah, in space. <laughs> in space, at least. Wow, isn't our face red? Imagine just yeah. a space bar. A space bar, first of all, that's good. Oh, God. Just like No, a, God! Like a buffet space no, bar? No, God, please, no! No! <laughs> full of... No! Full of the things, man. No! <laughs> like the quick food. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. guess it does sound bad. Say it out loud. Nope. Well, what better way to help promote your own weight loss by going to an actual hospital that, you know, actually has the... Doctors and nurses. It doesn't sound like a bad idea to go, especially for those that are having a hard time going to the gym right away. Um, Like, this is a good way to get started on that, you know, work up, and then you could probably, I say, join those, like, transformation camp, boot camps, or Mm -hmm. actually just get a gym membership. And I think we talked about this this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, We were kind of saying that, you know, if you Google how to lose weight, I mean, one of the popular things is that keto diet. Well, I've been, yeah. I've been look. I, I I was curious myself because you got to do it right, though. Mm-hmm. No cutting corners on it. Or well, else not, it won't well, work. well, not only that, but first of all, apparently you're supposed to be told to go on the diet. You can't just not go just on do it, it yes. without medical clearance or authorization, uh, because mo- most of that, I mean, most of the diet itself is like you can't introduce that much 
that much fat to your diet. So, yeah, um, going on a specific diet, if you have pre-morbidities, such as diabetes, yeah. heart disease, it's not a good idea to just go automatically on go on a diet because you can actually do more damage than good. Yeah, and people need guidance. You can't just do the fad diet. You have to actually go see a nutritionist or speak with your doctor to be mm-hmm. like, what's? you kind of have to like gauge where your health is at. I always feel that a balanced diet is the best diet. Mm-hmm. All of those like fad diets, that's just it. It's a diet. I mean, you have to eat the just way you want to eat the rest eat of your things. life. Yeah, but you, I mean, you just need more. Fi- if you're going to do that, then you just need more physical activity at that point. Yeah. You can't have like some for some like you can't like to have a 2000 calorie diet mm-hmm. or like 2000 up to 2000 calories a day. Like you at least have to at least burn at least 700 of that mm-hmm. a day just to yeah. maintain, you know, because that way your body's not constantly storing too much of those calories. Right. Yeah, I don't even go by calories anymore. It's mm-hmm. just a balanced di- diet. Now, I got a question, Miss Health and Sitch. Health and Sitch. <laughs> I read an article this weekend, mm-hmm. and it was from a doctor that said um, she was giving it, giving her opinion on when you should eat breakfast. And if if that myth is breakfast is the most important part, part you know, meal of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. She said technically it's half true, half right in that, yes, your first meal should be a, a good meal to help boost your day. But she did say at the time that you necessarily don't have to eat breakfast in the a.m. Like you could even fast till noon. Mm-hmm. And as long as you eat something well balanced and, you know, full well, of vitamins. Breakfast happens when you break fast. And that's yes. what so it doesn't, doesn't have to happen in the morning. I'm glad you said that because yeah. that's exactly what you said. Break yeah. fast just means whenever you break your fast, you shouldn't have a time constraint on but it. But it does dictate how your digestive system reacts the rest of the day. Right. Like if you mm-hmm. if you fast for about 16 hours, like say you only eat between 10 mm-hmm. o'clock and like 6 and 7, up to 6 and 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then you don't eat any at all after 6 or 7, that's a good way to fast because you're just conditioning your body to eat during those times. And it's mo- probably most likely the time you're the most active. Because right. for me, like I get up at like five o'clock, and I I don't eat anything up until ten. Like I don't eat anything until ten, and I only eat between ten and six. I was about to say that I get up at four fifteen, four thirty, and I don't have my first meal till either eight thirty or nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I've maintained weight. I haven't gained. I don't gain anything, but it's like if I go to the gym and I still keep eating like the same way, then I'll start seeing results. Tip- right. Yeah, so, so it doesn't so really what, matter. Yeah, what's what, your opinion? It really doesn't matter what time of the day you actually eat breakfast what matters is like the content yes so typically what you want to do is have a high protein content so you can last throughout the day mm-hmm. um and then you actually eat less you know at lunch and then at dinner yeah so high protein diet um for breakfast with lumberjack slam man well it's all Dang. they also suggest that it's better that you pizza. eat your eat the fruit eat fruit in the morning before yes. you actually eat your full meal yeah because so. that that way not only are you getting like the vitamins and minerals from the fruit, um, you actually get the fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, so your body will digest it and then you'll probably poop at the end of the day. Yep. There you go. Probably. Probably. Fool, you sounds like you're you're itching to get some breakfast pizza, man. I'm down. You're not down? Who's down? I'm, I'm definitely down. Well, it depends on what you breakfast. Wait, do you remember the o'clock? one we did? We saw at Disney for Aiden's party. Yeah. What happened with Crème that Crème brûlée pizza, dude? Crème what brûlée, the yeah. hell? So tell us more about this pizza. I didn't have any. I was intimidated. <laughs> oh, Crème brûlée pizza. Yeah. The, their buffet just looked like it 
just looking at it gives you diabetes. Like the <laughs> amount real, of dude. sugar diabetes. that's in every item there, it's just like diabetes, diabetes, yeah, diabetes. Yeah. Oh, partially. Oh, wait, no, no, that's diabetes. Yeah, that's right. diabetes. Di- double do. Yep, di- double do. The only <laughs> thing <laughs> I <laughs> di- double do. The only thing that's safe there is probably their plain oatmeal. Probably. Well, yeah. that probably has diabetes in it too. Probably. Mm-hmm. Just a little mm-hmm. sprinkle. Uh, oatmeal is overrated, man. Yeah. I, I've said it my whole life, man. Like, like, it's 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 everything you shouldn't have. Yeah, it's like a high carb fucking diet, and a lot of people put extra sugar on top of it to give it some flavor. It just turns like, into cereal. I was that doing point. that. Yeah, I was doing that for some time, and I didn't feel like I got hungry real quick because it mm-hmm. goes right through you. Um, I had a sugar crash like during lunch, uh, like right about lunchtime, which is a good thing because at least now I'm having lunch. Yeah. But you know, I kind of feel I felt drained towards like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. It sucked. But so aren't oats good? Anymore. Aren't oats good for you? They yeah, are. But you just they are in the in the sense where you're getting the fiber. But mm. other than that, there's really no nutritional value mm. in oats. Mm. Yeah, that just clear you up. That way, um, like when I was on that uh, Ducan diet, which was like a high protein diet, mm-hmm. I ate something called oat bran, um, but I would just eat it raw. Like I would just take it like a shot because it's supposed to help deter or like keep your cholesterol low. Mm-hmm. And especially since I had like a high protein diet, I needed it to counterbalance like the high protein mm-hmm. to keep my like LDL levels from going up. Yeah. So like it, you could probably just eat it raw. I mean, it probably won't taste great, but I mean, it still has the same effect. My mom right? used to have us uh, drink this stuff called noni juice. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm you remember that? Noni. Yeah, we'd have to take a shot every morning before school of noni juice. Or or what? Or we're in fucking like... You're kicked out of the family. <laughs> <laughs> Disowned. Disowned. Not that harsh, but like, yeah, you... Like, don't show up for dinner? Not, no, like... <laughs> God damn, man. You better have your noni juice Oh, wait, you I forgot, man. House. You don't know how a bunch of kids live in the same house works. Okay. It's a war zone already, man. You're okay with just getting peace <laughs> as a parent. I mean, I lived with you guys for a little while. I that was nothing. That was nothing. Right. It's far worse. Yeah, Fu, imagine me not smoking weed. Whoa. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. He's just it's mad just all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yells all the time. He's quite scary. Quite scary indeed. Yep. Yeah, so let's move on here. All right, guys, you ready for some nerd news? Because yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. itching. I'm ready to learn on a curve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into some nerd news, I want to bring you a little message from our friendly Amazon neighbors. Um, so you guys shop on Amazon? Would you like to support yeah. the show? Well, maybe. Well, go to foobarshow.com. That's yeah. F-O-O-Barshow.com. At the bottom of the homepage, just click on the Amazon brow- banner. Bookmark oh. it on your browser. And do your regular Amazon shopping from there. doesn't cost you anything. You're supporting the show. I was actually just on there over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, looking up a new gaming chair uh, for my room. Ooh, like a gaming uh, computer chair. Uh-huh. They, oh, had some, nice. they had some for pretty reasonable price. Uh, Prime members, uh, $69. Like bucks. surround sound on and, it Yeah, and it's, two, and it's uh, $200 normally, and it was on sale for 69 Prime member. Through Amazon? Yeah, and nice. they'll uh, pre-assemble it for you for like an extra $39 fee, but still pretty much worth it. Still practically getting it for a half off. So, yeah, everyone, do your Amazon shopping on there, man. Totally, totally easy. Sick. Nice. All right, so... Going into some nerd news, over the weekend, I was discussing with you guys that I binge-watched the uh, 
Punisher. Yeah. God, yeah. This again? That that that, that, that it was so great. <laughs> First season was amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, I but guess so, every time uh, I see this guy, <laughs> I've just finished watching Punisher. Yeah, fuck you, man. It's a fucking it's feather in his cap, it's dude. F- it is. Totally is. <laughs> I mean, totally I mean, is, you do. Get, I mean, you I, do, you I do. think I'm supposed to talk about nerd news, right, man? Right, right. Wait. So fuck off. Wait, do you do? <laughs> Redact my question. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's research, man. Well, so how was I'm, it? It was great. And it was, you finished it? Though. I finished it. Okay. Yeah. yeah Wanted yeah. to make sure. Oh, hey, hey. I didn't I know didn't if you were it. kidding. I just to watch it. Okay. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah, dickhead. No, I finished it. This was uh, season two? No, season one. Season two comes okay. out this Friday. Um, I don't even January. know what the fuck I'm saying. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did this, the next season comes out January 18th. Um, but they finished it off well with going up against his one uh, villain, Jigsaw. But as you guys know, that season two, it's pretty much it. You know, you're not going to see it for a while. It's more that. Because of Disney, the Disney-Fox merger. So recently, um, you know, another show that was previously shut up, foo. What the hell are you doing over there? Oh, no, the giggles all of a sudden. <laughs> you giggly girl. Foo, the Punisher is not a character you giggle at. Just so you know, what the hell? it just tickles me, man. Bet it. Oh wow. Must be his cool logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty nice. Very nice. So anyways, continuing, uh, recently uh, an actor from another show that was recently canceled, Daredevil, mm-hmm. Charlie Cox's Daredevil uh, came out saying that he would still love to see like a Spider-Man Daredevil team-up series or movie. Ooh, that'd be tight. Yeah, and wow. of course he didn't confirm anything because of the whole, you know, merger stuff. So he just said, I would still love it, but most likely it won't happen. Yeah. And not anytime soon. So I just wanted to kind of bring up a little thing about that that you guys, if you guys didn't know, the reason why Disney Plus probably won't show these series for a while is because they've already been shown on one platform mm-hmm. and you need at least two years in between. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, production. That, I think that's like Dude. broadcasting. That's broadcasting, broadcasting rules. Oh, so they can yeah. start recording so and then start just recording it. and then master it yeah. and then release it. Uh, uh, so Daredevil could probably be yeah, like, we may see a season four, mm-hmm. like in 2020. Yeah. Um, because uh, one of um, the Marvel CEOs recently said that it's a possibility that the series could get resurrected. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney Plus chairman Kevin Meyer said. So, hmm. I mean, you just have to wait two years. So, like, <laughs> for, let's say, Punisher, we have to wait till 2020 to see season three. Yeah. Um, I think Daredevil came out in 2018 as well. So, same thing. Okay. We'd have to wait till about 2020 to see right. Daredevil season four. So, well, so, they're all, so for, for the viewer, it might not feel like a long time because we're already kind of used to the gaps being there in between seasons or something. True, yeah. But it all, I think it all stems to the contracts as well. So I think they need to re-up these yeah. guys' contra- contracts coming up soon. Mm-hmm. But this merger needs to happen fast in order for them to secure uh, those yeah, contracts. Yeah, otherwise they're, they don't know if they're working for free or not. <laughs> exactly. You know? I mean, so... They, no one's going to work for free. And then they're not going to do No, that. yeah. Not many people are going to be doing that. Like, have you guys watched any of the other series? I know you guys had seen Daredevil season two when he met the Punisher. Steph yes. saw it. Yeah. yeah. I saw it. Um, it but did amazing. you see like any of Iron Fist? I saw like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, uh-huh. and like a few episodes of. Actually, I correct that. A few episodes of Luke Cage, a few episodes of uh, Iron Fist. Okay. Uh, I like what. How Jess- was Iron Fist? It was. It was okay. It was okay. I, you know what? I, got, I got mixed reviews. I gave it a seventy. I couldn't right. get into it. Like it was just not interesting to me. 
the more you got in the more you watched it um and like it took a while for it to kick in like it took up until like the sixth episode seventh episode. yeah like i wasn't even excited for the defenders yeah and the defenders the defenders themselves was still even that like not too exciting like sigourney weaver as like the main villain yeah in that just seemed forced like it's like really really how does Mm. this make sense but it's like all right I mean, Daredevil was the only saving grace for me in that entire thing because when he was interacting with the other three, mm-hmm. he was the asshole, the pessimistic, pessimistic asshole, just like mm-hmm. pessimist. Yeah, he was the big pessimist. No one, and then no one believed, you know, that the blind guy could be yeah. so legit as Daredevil. And then when he finally dons like the costume, they're just like, "Holy shit, you actually do dress like a devil! Yeah. Like you're f- fucking crazy." <laughs> <laughs> By the way, tangent. On Daredevil, I was reading the other day, and um, I think I already knew this, but it was reinforced the other day when I saw a a random article online about Uh Daredevil and its relationship with the Ninja Turtles. And the Ninja Turtles were created with inspiration from Daredevil. They're a ninja that, that, yeah, and you know how, like, the Daredevil has the hand? Yeah. Well, that's where they they flip, and they're like, for the Ninja Turtles, they get to fight the foot. Oh, damn and uh and then like shredder was uh, the inspiration for shredder was like an actual like cheese grater and shit like that it was like all these little nuances that they just grabbed from daredevil as like a nod as like a tip of the hat to daredevil yeah. but it's just oh like, because daredevil takes place in hell's kitchen yeah and they take so place they, in new york so they use shredder as like a kitchen tool oh yeah. Yeah. damn that's like <laughs> six degrees of separation wow. right there <laughs> <laughs> and and when I read that, I was like, I heard that somewhere. I just don't remember where. Uh, and and I just forgot about it for a long time. And I thought that was hilarious that they kind of drew. And then it became its own thing. You know, that's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, that's they're so their dope. own franchise now. Yep, <laughs> crazy, awesome, yeah. awesome. Well, we actually have some uh, series to look forward to um, from the Disney Plus service. They've are announced. You, are you being series? I am oh, being series. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> They've announced some uh, some shows that are going to be that they're going to have into production. So the first one, obviously, was the Loki one that I have been discussing for a while. Mm-hmm. The next one is the Vision and Scarlet Witch. Um, so they're going to be pro- that's going to be focused more on t- uh, Paul Bettany's character Vision and Scarlet Witch post Endgame. So he, he's just uh, he's just a really advanced sex toy for her, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think so. Much. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see totally it as a soap it, opera. Right? I want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally they're, doing they're it. Doing Sex toy it, doing with it. I want dreams. it as a soap yeah. opera, and right. I want there to be lots of drama and lots of <laughs> shocked stares. Uh, <laughs> uh, next show is Winter Soldier and Falcon. Ooh. Oh. And I'm actually that that one sounds more that interesting sounds to me. Dope. That sounds like a buddy cop movie where they just it's like it sounds like a lethal it's weapon. Be <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, lethal. it's like a lethal weapon, <laughs> but Marvel style. Like in Civil War when they're in the back of like they even show the the picture where they're in Civil War and they're oh. in the bug. Yeah. And they're just looking at Steve when he makes out with uh yeah. Sharon and they're just smiling like yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the picture they show. It's called uh, two brothers. They're yeah. like, it's they called have, two brothers. They have like it's an called... exchange, right? <laughs> yeah, they're just two, like, they're like okay, can you move your seat up? Doesn't move up. <laughs> I hate, I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's funny. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they do. Looks like it's gonna be Anthony Mackie's, uh, Sam Wilson, and Sebastian Stan's, uh, Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be coming back and reprising roles for the series. What the which, fuck? Yeah, Dang. dude. So they're do- TV is actually winning like against movies these days. Yeah, man. because it gives them it gives the actors more freedom to record because mm-hmm. it spaces it out, or they can get it all done. 
and then be able to have you know breaks and do whatever the hell they want. I want to see how they do because the the reason you have actors that do well in movies and others that do well in in TV is because of the way the direction is uh, placed when depending on the project that you yeah. do in movies the director is king in TV the producer is king. So it depends on who calls the shots and who has the imagination capable oh. of put, putting it forward. Well, it also depends on the writing style mm-hmm. and the, you know, the shooting style like if it's going to be a single camera, which I'm assuming it will be, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't think it'll, it'll be a problem. I think it'll translate pretty well. And I think they'll be able to cover more content. You know what? I, I, I actually am pushing for a three uh, camera series and a laugh track. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much. Uh, next one Stupid is uh, Rocket and Groot. What the fuck? Rocket and Groot? They're going to do a Rocket ah. and Groot one. And that kind of seems a little easy fuck? since, you know, it's going to be, you know, they're Pretty much, and they could do whatever CGI. the fuck they want. Yeah, too. they can do, and they can explore space, do whatever the hell. I mean, they're actually one of the most profitable characters from Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. Yeah, because they made it. They were even in that Wreck It Ralph wrecks the Internet movie. Really? Yeah, because my little baby sisters, the five five year olds, um, we were watching Infinity War the other day, and they even one of them even commented. I'm five years old and I'm watching this movie. But what just happened? <laughs> well, tell them what just happened. Oh, and it was that it was like at the part where Thanos was throwing Gamora off the cliff. Okay, and she was—that's when she said it. She's like, "I'm five years old and watching this movie," <laughs> and we're just like, "Oh wow, okay, that's very poignant for a, for a small child." Isn't it PG thirteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well that's parents well, the parents, there. The parents <laughs> are there. Yeah, my dad was just like, "Oh shit, yeah, she's right, she's right." Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> she's smart enough to know better. Yeah, yeah, it was. Don't funny. throw anyone off a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't throw anyone off a cliff. Um, yeah, so Check. obviously they rec- and they recognize those two characters, even though they've never. That's seen crazy any. that they were in that movie. Yeah, and they didn't realize that they were Marvel characters. It's just like, oh, I know that one. That's Groot. I know that one. That's <laughs> Rocket. I like yeah. Groot. She's like Groot's so cute. I'm just like you weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that they're definitely going to be profitable as a series. Um, the next one Damn, you guys may not be crazy. familiar with is Lady Sith. What's that? I don't know if you guys watched well, any she's of the like Thor a movies. Ma- a mage. She's supposed to be like the female version of like Asgard's protector equivalent to Thor. She oh. was, yeah, she was, and she eventually becomes Thor's wife. Yeah. So Sith, Sith. nothing to do with Star Wars. No, no S I F. S I F. Sith. Lady Sith. Sith. Interesting. Fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. So actually, one, two, three, four, five, six is uh, Nick's. Fury series. A uh, young Nick Fury or Samuel Jackson? Well, Samuel Jackson, man. Oh. Yeah, yeah. come on, dude. So current, Nick real question? current Nick Fury. Yeah, so. Nick Fury crossed over with. Uh... It's all Jaleel White <laughs> as the uh, young Nick Fury. <laughs> oh, wow. Dang, do that. Dang, Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury crossed over with Hasselhoff's Nick Fury? Oh, no. Oh. No one needs that. No one needs that. No, uh-uh. please, no thank God, you. No. Alternate Get in my car. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dope. So I'm going to leave you guys with one more thing from me. Um, so recently, there's actually been a very interesting rumor as one of the antagonists in the upcoming The Batman movie uh, being directed by Matt Reeves. Ooh. And so they're saying that it will star none other than Mr. Oswald Cobblepot. A.K.A. the Penguin. The Penguin. Yes. Yeah. So, so that means there could be more villains that play too. True. They're saying that's going to explore more. The Penguin's more a his, boss, right? Yeah. yeah. He's one of his big major rogues gallery. And they said that they're going to show a lot of Batman's rogues gallery. So you can see. That 
chat. You may see the likes of Two Face, Poison Ivy, The Riddler, um, and possibly Scarecrow. Mm -hmm. You know, as a team up or Mad Hatter. Because those uh, are the most interesting storylines with Penguin. The one where he's working or controlling behind the scenes the other villains. Yeah, most of the time, like if you ever looked at the old Batman animated series, mm -hmm. like Penguin pretty much brings a lot of the villains together. Um, but he always double crosses. He's them. a ringleader. He's all yeah. He's always been a ringleader in any every way, shape, or form because he's been a black market stealer. Yeah, you know, so he knows how to swindle and sweet talk people into mm -hmm. joining together. Right. So it's gonna be interesting to see he's like who Dick they Cheney. Pretty much, dude. <laughs> fucking spot on. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Got it. Yeah, you got it, man. Yeah. Pretty much. He's Dick Cheney. So <laughs> let me know what you guys think of these actors. <laughs> Damn, dude. That was like dude, the they most need spot they need on bring, Penguin They Cheney. need to bring Christian Penguin Bale Cheney. as Dick. Bale as, <laughs> as Dick. No, wait. Well, he already did. Now he's the Penguin. He was just Batman. He, <laughs> he should so, be the Penguin. So but as, Dick, so as that movie we he's just both, saw, Dick Cheney. He's both, he's both Batman and Dick Cheney Penguin. Wow. No, just Dick Cheney Isn't the Penguin. Professor style? I mean, oh, he just good. plays all the roles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, no. Oh. Wow. No. Well, <laughs> well, we need a, a crowdfunding thing going on for uh, Well, Mr. hold on. Get, the, get this. So uh, these are the, some names that are being thrown around there for the potential casting of Penguin. Mm -hmm. So some include Josh Gad. Josh oh, he's Gad funny. Josh in the role for Penguin. What the uh, hell? I think he could play a bastard. Nick Frost from Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Crazy. Oh, yeah. um, Jonah Hill. Uh-oh. Oh, that, that could be good. Or That's Andy Serkis. Andy Circus could be good. Ooh, Andy Circus has yes. range. Or give Danny DeVito a second shot. No, he's too eh? short for Penguin. Yeah, he needs to be a little, little. I, I think. What he's kind of Penguin it. are they looking for? Yeah, what kind of Penguin are they looking for? Man? Um, so I mean, right now, do you have the based off call of, sheet? Basing off of these, well, I just the gave one you four names. So just kind of consider these four tall. names. They're all have a comedic side to them. Okay. All four of them have a comedic side to them, but they can all potentially be very vicious and very, mm -hmm. you know, conniving and backstabbing. Right. So I have a feeling they're going for like a, a slightly aloof penguin mm. um, or someone that's like kind of playing dumb. And then you find out that, oh, shit, they're pretty goddamn cunning. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what they're going for based off of. Well, the way they've been playing are. Penguin um, on Gotham has been uh, sort of a new take for a lot of people who aren't really into the comics. Yeah, right? it's very much, uh, I mean, calculated, but short-tempered. Super yeah. short-tempered. But the... very cowardly when he has to be. Yes. But that's the yeah. way he is. That's how... Yeah. That's ultimately how Penguin is. Yeah, and then in the in the in the Gotham TV show, he's almost like a punk influenced uh, personality mm -hmm. rather than you know straight up just business. Yeah, exactly. and I grew up with uh, the Monopoly guy as my Penguin. Yes, uh, with... Mer uh, Meredith Burgess. <laughs> right. Yeah, Meredith Burgess. Uh, rock, hey, <laughs> rock. Yeah, done, rock. Yeah, finish. <laughs> yeah. Come quack, 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 quack. Yes, <laughs> Batman. It's over. That's what he would do in the old 1966 yeah. Batman. If you watch that movie, <laughs> he has like the little pen. Kind of, you can't not picture it. So, ah, man, I'm excited to see what they do and who, uh, what other rogues they kind of come up with. Um, supposedly, Ben Affleck is still tagged to the movie um but there was a recent casting call of a younger batman <coughs> looking for a younger batman mm -hmm. but i think i was thinking maybe they'll still have ben affleck 
but they'll have the younger Batman for flashbacks. Mm -hmm. It'll be like Ben Affleck reflecting his younger years, yeah. and so then they'll actually, you know, highlight some some young guy playing. So Christian Batman. Bale is the young Batman. Imagine, right? No, this is the same and age. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> he has no gray hair. <laughs> Shut up. Just just stop it. All right. So Steph, did you you got anything for us? Uh, yes, I just wanted to highlight um, two novels that have been turned into TV shows. Oh, okay. One of them is Good Omens, written by one of my favorite authors. Um, actually, co-written by one of my favorite authors. It's called Good Omens oh. by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. This book was originally published in 1990. And let me just read the synopsis for you. We hear the world will end on a Saturday. Next Saturday, in fact. Just before dinner. Unfortunately, Sister Mary... Loquacious of the Chattering Order has misplaced the Antichrist. The four horsemen the? of the apocalypse ride motorcycles, and the representatives from heaven and hell have decided they actually like the human race. What so the? this is supposed to be a, like a send-up? It's, it's supposed to be like a comedic apocalypse yeah. now happening, four horsemen. Um, so Neil Gaiman, uh, the co-author of this book, is actually going to be the showrunner. Oh, which I love when authors take control of, of their actual yeah. of their show. actual show. Oh. That way, it's they can do a little bit of twist that they might not have done in the book, but essentially it'll it'll be it's like the book. True to what at least they were envisioning. Yeah. So this yeah. is a good omens. It's a six episode miniseries coming out on. Uh, Amazon Prime, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's uh, produced by the BBC. Okay. Michael Sheen, um, John Hamm. Oh, what the Nick fuck? Nick Offerman. Oh, David Tennant. Uh, so all all of these big names. It's gonna be a good I'd show. I watch it just for Offerman. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. What's gonna be the name of it? Good, good omens. Good, good omens. omens. Just like mm. the book. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let me see if that's on there now. Um, spring 2019. Oh, spring, spring 2019. 2019. Oh. Well, so I got a little done. bit to wait. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> right, the, the last one that I wanted to highlight for today is The Passage. Uh, it's a novel written by Justin Cronin. Mm -hmm. came out in 2010. And it will, the TV show will premiere um, January 14th uh -huh. on Fox, 9 p.m. It's going to be every Monday at 9. Um, and it's set in the near future. Uh, the book actually takes place uh, within the span of 90 years. So it's, it starts in 2016 and then spans throughout 90 years. Okay. Um, apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic world overrun by vampire-like beings who are infected with a highly contagious virus that transforms the world. The novel spans 90 years and focuses on colonies that are living with these superhuman beings. Damn. And Ooh. Mark Paul Gosliar and Henry Ian Cusick will be in the Zach, Zach, Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> By the way, one of the best series is this, this that you can find on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that passage looks really fucking interesting. Oh, like, yes. I've been seeing those commercials. Yeah, I, I think I may catch that series. Um, you know, especially since Gotham's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys have actually seen. Oh, you, if you guys are caught up to Gotham at all, I am no, not. we're so no. behind. On yeah, shows. yeah. But I, I, I'm keeping up via the promos. I mean, no, the last not. season, the way it finished it off, they finally <laughs> um, Jeremiah. That's the twin brother of Jerome. Yeah. He ends up turning into the Joker, right? And the way he turns into him, and then like the last two episodes, he blows up Gotham, and they create the No Man's Land. They're going into the more of the No Man's Land storyline right. where 
pretty much Gotham is closed off to the outside world uh -huh. and they have to govern themselves. So all of a sudden, certain parts of Gotham are controlled by certain villains. Gangs and stuff. Yeah, like Scarecrow owns a portion of it and Damn. all of his um, minions are in Scarecrow masks. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremiah, the Joker, he's hidden away. Mm -hmm. He hasn't made an appearance yet. Um, the Sirens, which is like Barbara and that girl T Tabitha. Okay. They own their club and they're like, they have their own gang, like gang uh -huh. area. Um, Firefly, Victor Freeze, right. Poison Ivy. They all come they out. They all come out yeah. now. So, and, and uh, they finally show like Bruce working with the uh, GCPD. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a mixture of No Man's Land and Zero Year when he finally becomes Batman. I don't oh, know if you right. ever watched, read the New 52 Zero yes. Year comic. Um, pretty much it's like the same thing. Mm -hmm. Everything, all the power gets shut down. And Batman's like just still underground and saving like the champion for Gotham. Dang. To, so. I, I would highly recommend if you haven't read No Man's Land, read it. Yes. Because the novel version is actually very detailed and it gives you a map and it tells you like the different sections of Gotham. So you get to know it better if you like into like the little nerd stuff the, like that. The <laughs> novelizations are pretty badass. Like very detailed. Yeah. Mm. And. No Man's Land doesn't begin with an explosion. It begins with a giant earthquake. Yes, in the No Man's Land was... Ex yeah. And in, in Gotham, it was an explosion in the show. And then Zero Year was like a massive EMP that pretty much turns everyone into the Stone Age because of the Riddler. Yeah, the Riddler takes mm -hmm. over yeah, everything. Yeah, he uses like Wayne Tech to against all of Gotham and puts everyone back down, back to zero. He starts the, the clocks fuck? back to zero. So everything starts going insane. The zoos get break, like animals from the zoos break out. Mm -hmm. And it turns like Batman all of a sudden he's on like a motorcycle with a crossbow on his back. Dang. Yeah. Because that's all he can use. That's all he can use. Yeah. It's, it's funny. They use Zero Year as a jumping point to end the new 52. Yes. And to jump into the rebirth. And then jump into wow. rebirth. Yeah. That's so dope. it was badass. Definitely. Definitely badass. Definitely recommended. Foo, you got anything for us, man? Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Foo, I think that's it for me in the nerd news. Cool, what man. You say? Nerd! All right. Well, you guys ready for a joint report? Yes, sir. Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. Well, on today, I decided to try a new uh, website. I've never uh, checked out thegrowop.com. I'm sorry, thegrowthop.com. Check them out. They have some pretty cool articles. Um, they talk about like uh, cannabis uh, business, health, news, culture, a lot of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I saw this one today is uh, Cannabis Pro Tips, eight ways to properly store cannabis for freshness. Oh. And I know, it, I, at least this day and age, it shouldn't be something that people uh, it's not much of a debate, yeah. But there's still you, you find some people that show up to some parties with uh, they're just like, hey man, I'll match you, and then you know they open up like a baggie, and it's just like, dude, who's still carrying their their nugs and baggies? That's true. You know what I mean? That's just not a guy I trust. Anyway, uh, well, <laughs> wow. the first, the first, wow, yeah, all right, yeah, and you're one of them. All right, oh, I wasn't oh. gonna bring it up. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. I'm just kidding. No, I don't ever do that. Foodtopian with all this technology, and you're still carrying around. <laughs> Listen, Foodtopia, we had delivery service one year before the the Earth had it. Oh, okay, man. You, you know the weed delivery service, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but one of the suggestions is no plastic baggies, please. If you have a few nugs in a plastic baggie, you're doing it wrong. First of all, you risk you risk crushing your buds, removing the potent trichomes from the bud, and rendering your herb less potent. Plastic is also an ineffective medium uh, into which hold herbs. Over time, the plastic will affect the taste of the herb. Um, these cheap baggies also do not hold in the odor, so it's uh, it's not a discreet storing method. And lastly, it's just aesthetically ugly. So, so food, would you say it becomes impotent? Yes, I would say that. Very well. All right. I'm glad we agree. Thank you. Thanks for that, Josh. You're welcome. God damn it. God <laughs> damn it. <clears throat> so uh, the second one is, of course, keep out of the reach of children. I, I mean, that's just one thing. Yes, that, uh, should, that, that, that should, should just, just be, be followed. Yeah. And when you store it, just know glass is king. See. Uh, glass jars are your best bet. My favorite containers are the mason jars uh, okay. because they can be found just about anywhere. And you can, you can get what we Get one at Michael's and do some. Oh, that's true. The one that seals it, that mm -hmm. sealable one. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty nice one. And it it helps it stay consistent. Not, nothing gets in and out of the jar until you open it and then allow oxygen to enter. So it's it's sealed out. Yeah. Airtight. 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 <laughs> Another suggestion is keep it in a cool, dark place. Um, a dr people usually keep them in drawers and such. So, yeah. You know, because you don't want that direct sunlight to to fuck to, up your week. Yeah, fuck up your week. If right. it gets too warm, then it might sweat from the inside, and then you're kind of risking mold, too. Yeah, you don't interior. want moldy ass weed, dude. That's mm -hmm. gross. Don't smoke yeah. moldy weed. Um, and, you know, of course, speaking of that, you know, maintain a good temperature and humidity. Do not use it in the fridge or freezer. I've never heard this before, but they what bring the up hell? a good point. Never store your cannabis in the fridge or freezer. The temperature and humidity fluctuations are too much for cannabis. Freezing the bud makes it brittle, and the THC wrist trichomes will break off, leaving you with weak weed. What the hell? Yeah, don't do that. People don't don't. Remember, do that. I used to keep weed in my fridge in college. Yeah, you did. It? Yeah. On top Gosh. of that, and and another well, another reason the food did that is because it was the it was a good storing method for it not to smell smell the room it was always sealed off. It's just too bad you always reached for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, Wait I mean, a minute. This is none of that matter. And um, for for at least uh, uh, glass jars, the size kind of matters of the <laughs> jar that you use. So size uh, does matter? So for in this case, it okay. does. Uh, right. Think about how much mar uh, marijuana will be in the jar. You don't want to use an oversized jar for a small amount of bud because you're allowing more oxygen in. Okay. Try to match the container with the volume of cannabis to be stored. As your stash diminishes, try using smaller jars. So you want like a nice ratio of a bubble in the jar per weed. So constantly in. change the jars pretty much as you lower it. As you, as lower, you lower it. it. So have or have or different tiers. Always have it full. <laughs> there's, there's, boom. there's that. Boom. Yeah. Never leave it empty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's a great policy, and I think one everyone should follow. Well, listen, man, you should practice what you preach, because uh, I mean, how's, how's, I can't. I can't. How's your mason jar looking right I, now? I can't do that at my current oh, oh, oh. residence. Unlike <laughs> the even Galactic though the food Empire, presented a solution, <laughs> it won't. It won't work there. I got a blood. I live with a bloodhound yeah. of, of a landlord. Yeah, <laughs> it won't work. Your mom. Yes, man. My mom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Making me feel so cut. No problem, Way to throw him under the bus. <laughs> what a Whatever. dick. What a dick. That, he was already slipping. Don't be a fool. <laughs> so this last one that it's saying is that you should store it separately uh, when it comes to strains. If you have more than one strain to store, use separate containers. Each strain has its own unique characteristics, and the best way to maintain the uniqueness 
is to uh, store them in their own jar. Um, a lot of people break that rule. They call it making a salad. I'm making a salad. Yeah. And uh, and and when they do that, you know, by and large, it just turns into a joint. The Pretty way much. that you use for joints. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I like to maintain the integrity of the strain. Like if I, I am partial to sativas, mm-hmm. so I know when you fucks come over and you may or may not leave a nug behind, it's likely going to be an indica or an indica dominant hybrid. So you know, I'm not going to mix that in with my uh, with my. Uh, That's a wise assumption. Very wise. With my Good job there, pal. Anytime, man. Well, you guys are so lazy. I just figure you. Wow. You do, <laughs> you wow. do indicas. Am I wrong? No, man, I like sativas, too. I do sativas, man. I, I switched to sativas recently. Oh, good. Yeah, dude. It changes it's, the life. It's, this guy's been on sativas since Colorado trip. 2017? Yeah, what? How do you think I turned my year around last year? Because it was on a downward spiral before then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. So good for me. Yeah, good, dude. Me. good job, man. Oh man, Foo, <laughs> real quick to add to you to your joint report. Yeah, man. I was thoroughly disappointed to find out that my product I was searching for today was not in stock. What Aww. were you looking for? Uh, I went this past Saturday to the weed show, <laughs> to weed store, the weed store, and um, I just <laughs> I always look at the pre rolls because you never know it might have a deal. Also, it looks interesting to see. How much fucking shit they're packing in these joints that they're selling? Yeah, uh, and yeah. one caught my eye. Okay, uh, it was a two gram blunt for twenty five dollars. What's that? Blunt? A two gram blunt for twenty five dollars. Jeez, shit! And it was in a gold. It was in a gold case, uh-huh. and I really wish I would have brought more money because I went today Gonzo. Damn, uh-huh. dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean a two. I mean you. You can even like. Open it up, and then you just have two grams of weed for 25 bucks. Yep. That's interesting. Or you can just get two grams of weed for 25 bucks. Or, or that, and roll your own roll gigantic your own. as yeah. Jay. Yeah. You do that. So oh, yeah, Jay's, yes. Pretty much yeah. I mean, I'm not normally a fan of the blunts, man, but I was intrigued. I was very intrigued. Yeah. There is something that the tobacco uh, gives the uh, the taste and, and experience of weed. It kind of um, re-energizes the experience. Yeah, it, it gives, gives you, you an a different upper. high. Yeah, very much of an upper. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you mix like a blunt wrap with indica, yeah, that kind of gives you a, like a weird feeling. I yeah. know for me when I used to do that, um, I was seeing all kinds of shit. You get lightheaded. <laughs> First yeah, off, you, you get, get very lightheaded. lightheaded after doing it, and I would try and do it by my like finish one by myself. That's what Elon Musk did on the Joe Rogan experience. A blunt, uh, a blunt. Uh, oh. You know, well, it was weed wrapped in a tobacco leaf. A blunt. Yeah, a blunt. Yeah. Called That's called a blunt, man. All right, all right. If it's a panther, man, it's a panther. Let's not just let's not go crazy. So we're using here. panthers now. Yeah. All right. Go for it. it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for me. I'm oh, that's okay. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought you were going to answer that. Well, that's going to do it for the joint report, everybody. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys ready for uh, the music highlights? Music. Yeah. I want to rock. Well, eargasm, eargasm, high fidelity earplugs already trusted by 100,000 customers and growing. Enjoy your favorite activities without worrying about damage to your ears. Keep the noise to a minimum, but still hear people talking and hear music with clarity. Discreet design, and it comes with a lightweight aluminum case for easy transport. 
Click through the banner at foobarshow.com to get yours and help support the show. Eargasm. Put it in your ear. <laughs> All right. Well, today being uh, Monday, January 14th, the day that we record the podcast, Joshua. Yes, yes. Um, is it's a very special it's birthday. It's a very special birthday for the GOAT. Foo. The goat, foo. The, the goat, goat of rock and roll, Mr. David Eric Grohl. Dag man. He's the goat. He's the goat, man. I mean, come on. He's the champion of rock and roll, still going out there. You know, he's in several bands I didn't expect him to be in. Like? That's true. Did you? When did you find out? Was Were you today years old when you found out he was the drummer of Nirvana, foo? Um, I think it was like two years ago at the pad. <laughs> you have people over and they're talking about it, and I was like, Wait, isn't that the guy in Foo Fighters? In Foo Fighters, yeah. And they're like, well, he's in Nirvana. And I was like, what the fuck? He also played drums for uh, Tenacious D for a while. And um, he was Satan in uh, the Tenacious, Satan D, in Tenacious D, D, movie. D movies. Yeah. Uh, and he was the drummer for uh, Them Crooked Vultures. Them Crooked Vultures, that's he right. He did drums for um, a Queens of the Stone Age album. Uh, songs for the deaf. Oh, sick! Yeah, he I didn't did know drums that on that album. Right. Well, he's got a pretty impressive resume, man. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, he's even done some of the. If you saw Sonic Highways, mm -hmm. uh, he did some of the drum beats along with Taylor Hawkins for uh, a few of the Foo Fighters songs. And not only recording. that, Foo. He was the director of Sonic Highways. That on was HBO. a great series. That was a good documentary series. That was a series. very good documentary. It's pretty series. much them going to different cities, recording different tracks. Yeah, that kind of were like show like the connection to the city but then you also kind of got a background for that mm -hmm. punk scene and that rock scene from that city especially when, when they went to palm springs yeah and they had josh homie yeah that was dope how that dude that uh place where they recorded yep so small but it was like perfect for sound it was so dope they're like they're like playing in the kitchen and like the dining room behind tables and they're still fucking playing yeah yeah that was sick that was yeah sick. and the different stu every song is recorded on a different studio too so yeah. it kind of has its own feel and vibe to it yeah yeah it's fucking Dope. You have to tell the foo what the foo, uh, shit, the foo bar, <laughs> the foo fighter means. The foo fighters, we I think we discussed this on episode one. Does he remember? Do you remember what foo fighters are? Foo, kind of foo. I know you explained it once. <laughs> just very remember. good. Jesus very Christ. good. <laughs> so the Foo Fighters were like a team of pilots that. Foo, they were pilots. <laughs> <laughs> very so good. They were a team of pilots that would scout the skies for uh, not necessarily paranormal paranormal activity, but um, not and not necessarily extraterrestrial life, but just kind of UFOs, things that that are out there that are machines driven by humans or maybe not that we need to figure out why they're there in our airspace. So so that there was like a scout of, of but you know everybody kind of is like, "Oh, well you you're also looking out for aliens too, right?" Yeah. But that's what the Foo Fighters were and because the um the excitement of the Foo Fighters from 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 that group of guys was just because, you know, they, they every occasionally they would say, "Yeah, we found an alien or we thought yeah. there's a UFO somewhere." I don't know, it could have been Russian, maybe, who knows. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh that's those were the Foo Fighters, foo. And that's why the that? Foo Fighters. You write that down, Foo? There's going to be a quiz. Yeah, uh, a quiz. I think we're recording it, so we're good. I'll, okay. No, I'll ask him again in 71 <laughs> episodes. And he'll forget. And yeah, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> He's going to pull fast on Ask Me in two episodes. <laughs> He's ask you in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> on the sports show. <laughs> well, Foo, uh, the, one of the songs that I brought in today is a song that I've known about since I was a junior in high school. Everclear. When I was a wee lad. When I was a wee lad in the old motherland. More 
more Everclear? Are you fucking kidding? No, fuck you guys. <laughs> Everclear <laughs> is a great band. Go fuck yourself. Okay, continue then. They were the Nickelback of the 90s. No, they weren't. <laughs> Go ahead, no, continue. they weren't. Nobody the bare said naked that. ladies were. I think Nickelback was no, Nickelback of the 90s. Good. No, it's Ben. Wait, didn't Nickelback come out in the 90s? No, in the late in the early 2000s. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Wow, you guys are really shitting on this one today. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a band that I've uh, known about since... Well, they came out in 2004. I was listening to the shit out of this track, and then I just kind of forgot about them, but they've consistently put shit out, and and, uh, I've reacquainted myself with them. But I wanted to introduce you guys to a band called Kasabian. Uh, They've been around, at least to my knowledge, since the early 2000s, and uh, this is the song that got me um, off of their self-titled Kasabian called Club Foot. Check it out. the song before it's been around for some time yeah yeah i remember hearing it in 2000 like around that time and that that, and you know the the iconic uh distorted bass at the beginning of it which carries the song is what what the song's really known for but it's been around since 2004 uk band uh they they kind of write these uh protest songs uh in this one in particular the the music video itself is um it refers to the soviet government's intervention in the hungarian revolution of 1956 well, on a heavy. yeah, on a banner showing the text in Hungarian, which l- translates as uh, "Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty." So it, it's it's kind of like it, uh, at least you know protest songs for the Europeans and such. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. They, they have really catchy riffs. Um, I recommend you check out more of them. Yeah, I might I might feature more of their stuff from their later work. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty consistent in in, in their songwriting. So I, I never knew. Who sang this song? Okay. <laughs> and I've heard it again? several times. Kasabian. Kasabian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah, an Armenian's I've... last name. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that's what it is. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. okay. Now it's not right. You guys are fucking knee-jerk Is it racist? It's not. I know it's not. You have to ask that question. Oh, dang, Boo, I think you're racist. Dude, apologize now. <laughs> we need your sincere apology with a tear down Sit. your eye. I want tears, real tears, motherfucker. You gotta be holding your puppy Foo, dog, too. That's it. Let's get the jumper cables Foo, and put them to his nuts. That's the only way we're gonna get real let's tears. Let's ask B how you should apologize. This next song that I brought in for today, <clears throat> the next song that I brought in for today is by a, a band that I've been listening to 
for a very long time. In fact, uh, Steph and I uh, went to go see them over in Silver Lake not too long ago. It's a band that I found on Pandora back when I was still in college called The Weeks. And um, I've featured The Weeks on this show um, many episodes ago. And uh, this is actually, I didn't share this song. And this is the song that actually hooked me to their to their shit when I started uh, checking them out. This is the song that was introduced to me by Pandora. And I'm like, man, let me see what they're more about. Because they don't sound like they're from this decade. Okay. They sound like they're from like the early 90s or and shit like that. So um, I, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, how come I've never heard of these guys? Because uh-huh. that's uh, at least when I was on Pandora, I was just uh, giving like Pearl Jam Radio or something like that. And, uh, and then these guys came on at a certain point and I was digging it. And no, this song came out in 2012. Uh, on their album called Comeback Cadillac. So it's a song called Buttons. Check it out. I said, darling, why so blue? She told me I've been missing you. He said leave out, no, she says stay She kissed my lips and quickly ran away Lost some buns to my overcoat Pull your knife away from my throat She said I'll smoke your cigarette, I hope you choke Kiss my lips and quickly ran away So this is the song that kind of hooked me to them and, and got me to explore more of their other stuff. They've uh-huh. since been um, signed to a king of ki- the Kings of Leon's new record label, Serpents and Snakes. Oh. So when they did that in 2012 is when they re-released and made and popularized themselves uh, to the public a little bit more than they used to be when they were more on the indie side of things. Okay. Uh, but uh, they've been getting out there, man. They've been touring with some up-and-comers too, supporting and then headlining. Um, dude, this is a band that really everybody needs to check out. They they have an alternative southern rock flavor mm-hmm. to them, and um, the uh, the singer and the drummer are twins. So maybe at some point they're pulling a switcheroo on us, and nobody knows. Wow! But uh, I mean, they're, they're very talented guys. I mean, uh, Steph, what do you think? That 
was a very fun show when we saw them mm-hmm. at Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. Cold Fronts opened for them. Yeah, the Cold Fronts are another good band, oh too. Oh, my God. It was, it was just a fun night. The crowd gets really riled up, and you feel it. They have a lot of energy. They bring it. Yeah, they bring it, man. And, they, and their songs are really well-written and really good, and they have that, that Southern flavor to them that is probably up there with, like, Kings of Leon. I would say so. You know, just Kings of Leon is more uh, mainstream, obviously, but yeah. the fact that they endorse them is, is says says a lot, too. Um, so, yeah, that was the week. So everybody go check them out. This last song that I wanted to, to bring is, um, and are you guys familiar with the Eagles of Death Metal? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am very familiar. Yeah, the Eagles of Death Metal. It is a band that uh, includes uh, one Mr. Josh Homme of the Queens of the Stone Age. Um, He's actually the drummer for this band. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. So uh, they're they're an American rock band from Palm Desert, uh, formed in 1998. It was founded by Jesse Hughes, who's the, the vocalist and a very energetic, soulful dude, kind of a geek. Um, but uh, he he knows how to write a fucking song, and uh, of course you know Josh Homme on the drums. He he gives a good backbeat to the to the music. Despite their name, Eagles of Death Metal, they're not a death metal band, and that's what a lot of people kind of think when they first hear of the of the name. But it's uh, it's intended to be humorous. Uh, in a 2003 interview, Homme described the sound of the band as a combination of bluegrass slide guitar mixed with the stripper drum beats and a canned heat vocals. <laughs> so Hughes is known for his enthusiastic interaction with audiences at live performances. So he's kind of like a, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a preacher almost. Even like the the way he talks to the audience is like yes, like like really energetic. <laughs> like he's a preacher. It's it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I got a chance to see them many years ago over at the Glass House in Pomona. Um, and um, doesn't he wear these like very elaborate capes? Uh, he could, he could one day, you know, have a cape on him, or he usually rocks suspenders on stage, and uh, but he, he's very much rock and roll. Uh, so I wanted to. Uh, th- there's another story to this song that I'm about to play that came out of their 2015 album Zipper Down, and it's called "I Love You All the Time." Check it out. I love you all the time. <laughs> Next part because he's singing in French. 
And the reason I picked this song is because it's 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 pretty like it marks a significant event that happened in in the band's history. Uh, on November thirteenth, two thousand fifteen, the Eagles of Death Metal were playing a sold out concert to about fifteen hundred guests at the Bataclan Theater in Paris. Yeah, oh, that's the right, band had that. started performing the song "Kiss the Devil" when an attack killed about ninety fans of terrorists. Uh, according to reports, the attacker shot randomly in the crowd, including those seeking cover by lying on the floor and then detonated explosive vests when the theater uh, was stormed by special police units. Um, Hughes escaped via backstage and the rest of the band uh, did too, um, and they all survived the attack. However, 36-year-old Nick Alexander, who worked at the band's merchandise table during the group's uh, European tour, he was amongst uh, one of the people that, that were killed. Down. Yeah, and there's actually a... a um, there's a documentary. A, a documentary that me and the Foo was... Um, we're watching uh, back a, a year or two ago when it came out, and man, it, it's a really good documentary. The you know him kind of telling the story again, telling it again. Yeah, and, and you can tell can you know that's not a that's not a story he tells every day, so he's just kind of getting to him. Yeah, you can tell when him and Josh Homme both were discussing it, they were kind of <clears throat> yeah. broken up. About now that that well that was a, a, a particular concert because it was a, an international show. Homme yeah. was not. Yeah, so that's where set. he was more like, He's I, you just know, like I wish dude. I was there with my brothers kind of thing. Well, he, yeah, he talks about him getting the uh, the phone call. Yeah. And, um, and, and you know, how disturbing everything is, not knowing how everybody's doing at that very moment, how scary it can oh, be. Oh, yeah, it's, he was probably nerve-wrecked. Like, he, he was probably a, a wreck, you know, yeah. not knowing what was happening. So, But um, in wake of this, a bunch of bands got together. Uh, let's see, bands like uh, Florence and the Machine, Jimmy Eat World, Kings of Leon. Oh, wow. Um, a bunch of groups, uh, My Morning Jacket. They all um, put an album together. They all covered that song okay. that I just played. Okay. They all covered it in their style. And every single one of those bands, it definitely took it in their style. Like, right it's on. it's crazy how, like, when, when you hear a band cover a song, it's usually just a carbon copy of the the song as we know it, you know, that was made on the on the album. Yeah. No, but each of them had their own fresh and unique take. And you're just like when you hear it, you're like, that's Kings of Leon. When right. Jimmy Eat World does it, that's a Jimmy Eat World song. Yeah. Cause they did it in their style and their flavor. And that and then they put that all together on an album. They sold it and the money and the proceeds went to the victims of the uh of the of the shooting. So um, it was for a good cause, and man, like it, 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 it really showcased uh, the, um, the these other bands uh-huh. that that did it too. So yeah, I want to say that the first time I heard the song, mm-hmm. it was the Kings of Leon version, and I yeah. thought, oh, they came out with a new song. Yeah, yeah. You're and then right. you explained this whole thing mm-hmm. to me. I was like, what? That's crazy. How long <laughs> was that last like that year or the year before? Uh, well, the uh, the events of the the terrorist attack happened back in 2015. So I think they, they you know, that album that that um, that they I think raised, it was 2016. It could have been, yeah, 2016. I think it was 2016. So. Interesting, Foo. Yeah, interesting. Dude. So I mean, that that's gonna do it for me on the with the news. Uh, I'm sorry, the music highlights. So you mean to tell me that you're gonna bring up this whole Dave Grohl birthday thing and not play Foo Fighters song? Yeah, that's what I. That's what I got out of that. Yeah, there. he's inconsiderate. Yeah. Well. Josh, let you hear. All right, all right, all right. Uh, you know what? Steph brings uh, up a point. Are we gonna fight here? Are we gonna no, fight? No, we're are not. We gonna no, fight? it's not play, that kind of play? thing. Shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. I'll fucking kill you. All right. Uh, well, one of my favorites is uh, "Times Like These." Okay. Um, you guys cover that song, right? That is uh, definitely the one. Where one. It's times like these, they learn to live again. It's that's called right. "Big Me." Yes, found it. Yeah, that's no, a good I one. Know what it was called. That's a good song. Um, and then the other one was uh, I think it was "Learn to Fly." 
Learn to Fly Learn to is fly. one of their big ones. Yeah, 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 that one's pretty good. Monkey Wrench. Monkey, Monkey Wrench. You can't, yes, go, wrong can't with. go wrong with Anything it. on the Top Color two. and the Shape album is great. Yes. Anything on that fucking album is amazing. Can we just play the entire album? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> um, I mean, it's really hard for me to choose. Uh, the but I mean they I'll, I'll name just a few of the greats that that uh, that I enjoy best of you the pretender one yep. of the newer ones that actually won them a Grammy walk Rock. is, is a great one no man it's called walk sprint um, <laughs> doa uh, long road to ruin Dude, the, this these guys are fucking champions of rock and roll every album is 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 like set to have a song that would like stand the test of time even this uh i actually like the sky is the neighborhood mm -hmm. that one was a nice that's a fucking nice one sky yeah. is the neighborhood from the uh from the most recent album yeah concrete and gold. gold yeah concrete and gold oh, you're really the, fucking up this i title, am fucking bro. up this titles for sure but <laughs> i i know i listened to that album pretty good uh -huh. pretty much well, thank you all very much for listening to the Boo Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Foo Bar Show. That's FTBelowBarShow.com. And FTBelowBarShow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of booze. Ah. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. And for the Foo and Steph signing off saying, don't be a dick.